0: Get my cigar going here.
1: Why I'm literally about to lose my mind, roll the film. I'm ashamed to be an American where not all folks are free. So I proudly lift up all the folks who are still oppressed today. Because there ain't no doubt this ain't our land. Trump and the USA. I know. So
0: woke up to that why didn't wake up to that but I saw that on the the internet today I think it was um, on Instagram but uh, I lifted that sound bit from uh, Brandon Tatum video or B. Tatum there's a link to his uh, full video in the description here and uh yeah, that's what we're dealing with in America, 2020, and uh, we went from, I mean, man, I don't know how old those girls were. For me, they sound a little old. <laughs> Sorry. Or Little Rot like here or you. Um there's two uh blonde headed white girls sitting on a swing, like a rope swing on a tree. And uh they were s- splashing their feet in water or something. And they they were, you know, maybe twelve or thirteen years old and you know, somebody was clearly holding the camera for him. Uh, I don't know; it was probably a parent, a liberal parent, uh, and you know, you heard what they said. Um, it was a parody <clears throat> of the Lee Greenwood classic, "God Bless the USA." Obviously, was some of the. Words in the chorus changed. That's why it's called a parody. And, uh... But, man, that's that's what we're living with today. F Trump and F the USA. Um... You know, I, I, there's just a lot going on. I mean, right now, with you know, race relations and things and... That's probably not the way to get the message across. Um, you know, we didn't steal this land. Uh, I've said it before in videos, you know, these kids don't realize that the map of the world doesn't look... How want I say this? The way the map of the world is today isn't what it looked like shit 70 years ago, 80 years ago, well, in the 1940s, I mean, Germany was taking over, you know, huge chunks of Europe, so if you looked at a German map, it would say that, you know, like, Poland and all of this was, you know, probably part of, it probably showed as part of Germany, heck, back to 1989, 91. Or so, you know, Germany was East and West Germany. You know, there was East and West Berlin with a, a wall going down the middle of it. And if you lived on the Russian side of the Berlin Wall and you tried to jump over to the American side, you were shot on sight, no questions asked, for trying to leave the Russian half of Berlin, to the free half of Berlin, and that was like 30 years ago. So, you know, the indigenous people, I guess I'm supposed to call them now, or whatever, they like to be called Native Americans usually, the people formerly known as Indians. Uh, they, you know, took this land from other uh, Indian tribes, okay, and now we're going through a whole thing of, you know, sports teams need to change their names, and I've thought that for a while about a few teams, but, um, not, not really the Washington Redskins, um, You know, just honestly, it used to be the only time the the Redskins got protested was when they were playing in a Super Bowl, but, you know, now the culture's gotten so politically correct and whatever, that, you know, they want the name change, and then some... Broadcasters on ESPN will not refer to uh, the Washington Redskins as the Redskins. Or they'll they'll just say Washington. They won't say the Washington Redskins. And I get that. I mean, it's a reference to the color of people's skin. uh, Even though I've heard one... uh, explanation that it was from the color of the original coach was a red skinned person, but I and I don't know what his ethnicity or heritage was. But you know, that that's where it came from. They've even talked about renaming like teams called the Raiders. Like <laughs> the the the, Los, the Oakland, Los Angeles, Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders. Just got a whole new stadium and all this new stuff. And somebody's debating they should change their name from the Raiders. I don't even know what a Raider is. Like, is there a specific heritage that's tied to the word Raiders? Um, the, the only... Raid I know know of historically was um, I mean there have been all kinds but the only one I could think could remotely be controversial was like there was like Morgan's raid when General or some Morgan guy came up from the south and got it into Ohio and was causing chaos in the Civil War, but I mean, it was nothing significant. Um, I, I have no I have no clue what racist connotation the word raider has. Uh, but like Minnesota Vikings are being petitioned to change their team name. I mean that's one of the the coolest logos, coolest things. In the country. Uh, I just saw online. That now the. Notre Dame fighting Irish. Is it time to change the mascot. Um, hello. Leprechauns are fictional characters. Kitties. You're in your 40's. 50, you know. People that are protesting these names. Are white liberals. For the most part. Uh, now the Native Americans. It's different with the the redskins and and things of that nature, but a lot of these things uh, are protested by white liberals. Uh, You know, um, I just don't get it. And and there's a lot of people out there protesting now. Uh, You know, there was, there were, I don't know if they were Black Lives Matter or Black Panthers. Um, I saw them on the YouTube or somewhere where they were blocking people from going to uh, Old Rocky Top on the 4th of July, which I thought they were supposed to be uh, soldiers or federal marshals guarding those monuments but evidently not old rocky top um hey let me play this so you get what i'm talking about this is a what it'll come across better if i use this platform um This is several armed.
1: Just imagine if white people did this.
0: This video is This is a group of armed black men, and one of them's giving a pep talk. Let's see if I can get to his little pep talk here. All right, hold on a second. Oh, no, this is the old Rocky Top video. That I was telling you guys about. Okay, here we go.
1: The solution is very simple. We file a declaration of liberation, declaring every African-American descendant of slavery, a political prisoner here in the United States. Now, y'all see how crazy that look? You, know, you see how crazy that look? It- And and, and the funny thing is that, riddle me this, Batman, why are they in Georgia, where the Ku Klux Klan was founded, uh, I don't know, a hundred years ago? Why are they not in Chicago? Because it's very simple. We follow in good faith. The guy that's running this is a complete lunatic. Now, I'm going to show you a video. Of what they were doing in Georgia I think it was called Stone Mountain, Georgia I, I think I had a name correct uh, I, I'll correct it if I'm wrong But this is supposed to be the birthplace Of the Ku Klux Klan In 1915 or something Y'all can't, it's 2020 You can't. You gotta go to 1915 To start your revolution Anyway, I'm gonna show y'all a clip real quick Of kind of what they look like Some of the stuff that they were saying uh, So you get what I'm talking about Roll the film of liberation, declaring every African-American descendant of slavery a political prisoner here in the United States. Now y'all see how crazy that look?
0: Okay. So, that was just, you know, some of what's going on. Um, I don't know what inspired these two little blonde-headed white girls to... You know, safe F Trump and F the USA. But when it comes to it, you're still living in the freest country on earth. I know so many, you know, successful black folks, uh, much smarter than I. Girl that I went to high school with, she's like super duper liberal from uh, um, St. Louis she's she's in St. Louis now and she's a doc and she sees gun violence every day and she's uh, for outlawing you know (sighs) semi-automatic rifles and, and things of that nature that's not what this is about you know, um, just a, a, lot of, a lot of awakenings going on in this country. And, you know, I think there are, there are things we need to improve, no doubt about that. I mean, you're either growing or you're dying. So, you know, what, that, what I mean by that is you're either improving yourself. Uh, if you're uh, in business, you're either improving your business. Or you're dying. You're either growing as a human being or you're dying. And it's not like physical growth. Like, I, you know, I keep getting fatter. Uh, actually, I'm losing weight. Uh, but that's an improvement, that's a growth. Um, you're either growing mentally, spiritually, or, you, or you're dying mentally and spiritually. Uh, And that can be for one person, or it can be for a nation of people. But, uh, you know, what these kids said in this video, F Trump and F the USA, you know, I would have gotten a, a beating from my mother had I talked like that. And I can bet you dollars to donuts that it was probably the parents doing the recording and posting that video on social media. That's just the way it are today. But, speaking of FU, so, on election night 2016, when the brakes were beating the boys, and everything was supposed to go Hillary's way, I remember very vividly, a friend and I were doing a a radio, internet radio broadcast, and it it, it slowly, we were were live streaming uh, on a platform that I can't remember the name of now, but um, we were able to live stream for a long time, like five hours. And we actually started looking at um, how the, the, the counts were coming in. Like if you were in, if you're looking at Michigan, and Trump had a slight lead in Michigan, we're like, holy cow, he's supposed to be losing Michigan. And so we would look and see... Where the Detroit metro area had all been counted, and that was the outer line counties that they were waiting to hear from, well, if he was ahead after they counted Detroit, which he obviously lost the city of Detroit, but the re outer, the outer counties were kicking in so many votes. <clears throat> There was putting him ahead and the same thing down in Georgia. He was supposed to lose Georgia in 2016 and we looked and the votes for the city of Atlanta had been counted. So we knew rural Georgia was going to go for Trump. Uh, and so we started looking, you know, like South Florida, uh, Jacksonville, and, you know, whatever other cities there are there. You know, like once Miami and that that's kind of region, uh Broward and Dade counties had been counted, the Florida panhandle and the rest of the state would go Trump. So we went, holy cow, he's ahead in Florida and Miami has been counted, you know, Broward and Dade counties... Uh, and uh, Jacksonville and a couple of the other Democrat areas have been counted, and Trump is still winning in Florida. How is this possible? When all of the polls, you now the state polls tightened up at the end. They got he was getting close in the the state polls, where you have to that's where you kind of got to look when it's getting about a few days before the election, or with uh, in the last week, the state polls will tell you. So, today it came out, or actually July 2nd, uh, it came out, and there's a link in the description on YouTube, there's this man uh, at uh, Stony Brook University, his name is Helmut North North Poth and he gives Trump a 91% chance of re-election. He says it will be 362 electoral votes to 176 for in favor of Trump. Now this is the best news I've heard all year. And what nor Norputh or I'll just call him Helmet. What Helmet says is he looks he does not look at opinion polls, he looks at real polls. For example, the early primary states. Remember when Biden was finishing like fifth place in primaries? Well, say the new for example the New Hampshire primary. It is an open primary. So you have independents, Democrats, uh, and so on and so forth, voting in the Republican primary and in the Democrat primary. Trump got a record number of votes in New Hampshire, uh, more than any of the last like three or four presidents have ever gotten on their reelection bid. More than Bush, more than Clinton, more than Obama did uh, when they were running for re-election, and he didn't have an opponent. He had an opponent, but it was somebody wasn't like a, a well-known national figure. But the same thing goes for you know Biden, Bush, and Clinton. I mean, they didn't have real opposition in their re-election primaries. So Biden finished fifth place by an overwhelming defeat in New Hampshire. So, what this guy is saying is, and he's predict this helmet has predicted 24 of the last 26 elections, including Trump's 2016 election. Now, some of the other uh, folks out there, like CNN Politics was predicting Biden would get over 400 electoral votes. They never explained how they came to that conclusion. Helmut can explain how he comes to his conclusion. Okay. And, uh, you know, a few weeks ago or years ago, I don't know, some time ago in the past, in a galaxy far, far away, where Joe Biden's brain is. 41% of Americans, or pardon me, Biden said he's uh, identified as a liberal. Uh, His wife, the other day, has to do a lot of his stump speeches for him while he tries to bite her finger off. Uh, She said that he's a moderate. The people identify him as a moderate, which I don't know what moderate would say they're going to put Sandy Cortez in charge of environmental regulation, but nonetheless, um, that's what Biden plans to do. My dog just heard me, I got a can of grape pop, zero calorie grape pop. I haven't had orange or grape pop since I was a kid. Somebody gave me a can. Uh, Anyways, so Biden's wife says he's now a moderate. And so 41% of Americans disagree with her. They say that he is more liberal than they are. That's not, that's usually not good. When it's a Republican, moderate center candidates don't win national elections. Remember, in 2000, the Republican establishment candidate was John McCain. The establishment name may have been Bush, but W was not his father. W wore his Christianity on his sleeve. He wore his conservative values on his sleeve, and actually, George H. W. Bush tried to be a moderate, and he—he—I would say he was the last moderate centrist Republican to win a national pres well nation yeah national election presidential election you you have to appeal to the Republican base. Now that they say is changing because Trump is scaring away the educated. uh Soccer moms from the suburbs and, you know, and the sophisticated folk from the suburbs. Uh, I don't see it that way. I know some things that have always rung true, that if the economy is good six months before the election, the incumbent wins, and our economy is gaining leaps and bounds. The stock market is up, and then you know the liberals on Clinton News Network say that well, you know the stock market only helps the rich. No, it helps us all because when you have a 401k retirement fund through your job which we gained 4.8 million jobs last month, when you have that 401k, your money's in the stock market. So the better the stock market is, the more money there is in your 401k, which means more money you get when you retire. We all want to retire, don't we? I don't. But uh, we all want to retire, right? Makes sense. You know, you want... You want to spend your golden years, you know, right before you check into the old folks' home and, you know, shit in your adult diaper and, you know, drool on yourself while the nurse is shooting heroin or something she stole off the medical cart. You know, no offense, nurses. Uh, that was a... Dude, all right, I know some people, and, and I've worked in one-on-one health care and had to pass a drug test and then i have seen some of my friends and former classmates go into the um personal care business i was selling insurance to this health care or uh not health care uh it was like a thing where you know you go into an elderly person's home and you make sure they take their medicine and you make sure that, you know, they get fed and maybe you clean their house a little bit. And i seen a couple of my high school classmates walk in and I did this. I was like, how? I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did you pass a drug test? You ain't passed no drug test. I don't know. But anyways, back on track. Um, so... God bless the nurses and the frontline healthcare workers. By the way, you know, this whole year, this whole election cycle has been about one disaster after another. But the the real heroes have been the the nurses, the doctors, the paramedics, police. Um, they've been the hardest, some of the hardest hit people aside from the elderly with pre-existing conditions, by this virus. So, but anyways. um, So, we got this um, presidential year. So first, you know, they say that Trumpy said that the virus is a hoax. No, he said that, the true, the real thing he said was, we had the Russia hoax, now the Democrats and the media are saying, I, I'm not doing enough to stop the virus, and that's the new hoax, the virus hoax. He didn't say that there was no virus, he said that the stuff that the Democrats were saying about him was a hoax. Well, then it was when you know Governor Cuomo and De Blag- Mayor De Blasio, said that they needed fifty thousand respirators in New York City, and De Blasio, who gets booed and. Who were people boo? His presidential run was shorter than Kanye West, for crying out loud. Uh, People said you can't be president. People were chanting you can't be president. You're a bad mayor or something like that. The day he was going to make his big presidential announcement... I think he made it through, like, one Democrat debate, whatever. Uh, You know, they said Trump wasn't making enough ventilators. And Joe Biden is still saying that. Uh, Joe Biden had a press conference where he laid out a plan that he insisted the president use to to beat the virus and beat it now. And I'm like, uh, dude, Trump did all that stuff, like, two, three, four, six months ago. Like, everything he said in his plan, I'm like, okay, Trump did that six months ago. Then he said, now this is phase two of my plan. I'm like, uh, Trump did that five months ago. Then he goes on, he's going through all these things. I'm like, Trump did that four months ago, three months ago, two months ago. He's just reciting what Trump already did, and the media is playing it up like it's his ideas. Uh, And he was also, I guess, I couldn't watch any more of the press conference than that. Because it was just, it was watching somebody with early onset dementia read off a teleprompter. uh, And his aides are trying to prop him up somehow. Uh, But I guess he took questions and he read the answers off a teleprompter. Which means he was given the questions ahead of time. And then, you know, it was basically a, a scripted press conference. But uh, hopefully what Mr. Helmut says holds true. In order for this to hold true, Republicans have to work the telephones to get out the vote. We have to hit the door-to-door. We have to hit the ground running. Uh, you know, Trump is going to have his rallies. they are... There is no connection to his rally in Tulsa and any spike in the virus, so I think it's safe to have rallies. I think um, you know Republicans have to encourage each other or conservatives or if you're just a Trump supporter, you have to get out there and vote. That's the that's the only way to get anyone elected, right? So we can't be discouraged by these lying polls that CNN are putting out and even Fox News. Um, the one problem they have with uh, the Trump polling is Trump supporters work. We work. Like I told a friend of mine, we were debating, the where we were arguing on Facebook. And, you know, he thinks he's so smart. And all the dude's Facebook profile picture is an avatar of a video game character, right? And he's like in his 40s. I said, dude, take your juice box and go play video games. Shut the, in other words, shut the F up. Uh, he, you know, but that's the kind of people that support Joe Biden. They want to sit at home, 40-some years old, and play video games. And they want, you know, their electric bill to be paid and they want their cable TV and their internet all to be free and all paid for by the rich. The rich can afford it. Like, shut up, man. Get off your butt and use that brain you had in high school that was ruined by the welfare system and get a job, you know? Start a corporation. Oh, no, I... The man is holding me back. There ain't no man holding you back. Laziness is holding you back. Shamara. That's my buddy's name. Shamara Blanchard. Um, Lazy ass. Um, But I love him anyway. So. We've got to get out there. And. You know. Get this guy reelected and you know far as the you know racial divide you know black leaders in the black community need to step up and stop blaming whoever and help you know bring to the bring something to the table you know at least i don't agree with reparations but at least the the Founder of BET Black Entertainment Television presented a solution, made a recommendation. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe we should reparate the descendants of slaves for you know the labor of their ancestors. I don't know, but uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be crazy. Gonna be wild and crazy stuff this is November third. So uh, we gotta get get Trump back in there, because if this economy tanks like it was tanking under Obama and Biden in the first place, with all the regulation and high taxation and uh, everything, uh, it's not gonna be good. So with that thank you guys very much and have a blessed day thank you